You're listening to episode 242 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be talking about how connection requires intention. And I think that this is a really important way to start thinking about connection because a lot of times we can just sort of assume that we will have those I don't know, those magic movie, Hallmark movie moments where we just naturally click with somebody. And, and I'm not even talking about romantic relationships, by the way. This is, you know, with friendships, with any, any variety of, of relationships that we're just always going to have that magic movie moment where we just click with somebody and that's, you know, it's, it's sunshine and rainbows and we, we all live happily ever after. <laughs> okay? No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Yes, there can absolutely be people that enter our lives that we do just naturally feel deep connection with. And that's amazing. That's beautiful. But that connection still requires a huge amount of intention in order for it to grow and flourish and to sustain over the long term. We can connect with all kinds of people. But a lot of times I find we're either just waiting for the the right people, so-called, to materialize like poof out of thin air in our life and we're like you know well we just haven't connected with people more deeply because the right people just haven't landed in our lives yet and again yes sometimes that can be true but in order to cultivate that that connection it is going to require more intention okay and then the other side of that is we may already have people in our lives or people who are appearing in our lives that we feel deeply connected to, but it is still also going to require intention in order to sustain and grow and deepen that connection even further. And connection with another human being, it doesn't happen by accident. It simply doesn't. We, we would love to think that it does, but it doesn't. <laughs> That's just not how it works. And oftentimes, this is a really important piece to remember here. Connection is often not going to be convenient either. Connection is not convenient. Sometimes it is. Great. That's a, that's a happy coincidence. But often the, the connections that we cultivate in our lives are going to require our attention and our intention. Because relationships in general often aren't convenient, but they fulfill us in ways that nothing else can. Nothing else can. There is, you know, I've had this conversation with, with several people lately that we aren't going to get to the end of our lives and think, damn, I'd wish I'd posted that, that one more thing on Instagram, or I wish I'd spend another 10 minutes scrolling Instagram or sent that extra email or 
that's not what we're going to be thinking about. We're going to be thinking about the incredible relationships and connections that we have in our lives and the people that bring meaning to our lives. But that doesn't just happen by itself. Any relationship is a two-way street. And often it will not be convenient. I was, I was just so incredibly deeply touched uh, recently when I reached out to a really dear friend of mine who he is one of the busiest people I know. Um, but he handles it with ease. He, he makes it look very easy. You would never, he never makes you feel as though he's the busiest person, you know, let's put it that way. I just happen to know that about him, but I, he, he never makes you feel that way when you're in his presence. But he's in a constant state of having people vie for his attention. He has multiple businesses to run, all of these things going on. And yet I, I reached out to him in a, a low moment. There, this actually happened twice in the last few weeks where I reached out to him two different times in a low moment. He got back to me immediately and basically dropped everything to speak to me for, for an extended period of time, like picked up the phone and called me to talk me through some things that I was dealing with. And this is also very typical of this particular person. I know that he, he does this with, with the people closest to him in his life because those relationships are so important to him, even though he has a ton of other things going on. It is not convenient for him to cultivate these relationships and these connections. And a lot of times I'm certain that it actually costs him in order to cultivate these relationships, costs him in, in a variety of different ways, particularly with his time. But these relationships are so important to him that he, he makes the time for the people that matter most. And I was so moved by that, incredibly moved. And those are the kinds of people that we all want to be around more. And don't get me wrong, there, there still have to be boundaries. Like, yes, we can't just drop everything for every person in our life who wants our attention all the time. Okay, no, we, we have to have boundaries. We have to know our limits. We have to know when we have, you know, focus time that we need to dedicate towards something or someone else. But those are the kinds of things that, that uh, it's, it's Maya Angelou, I believe, who said, you know, we, we won't necessarily remember what people I'm butchering this quote, but uh, that we won't necessarily remember what people said, but we will remember how they made us feel. And that's really powerful. Like I will never forget these times that this friend of mine has put things aside in his very busy life to offer me advice and to help me out when I was having a tough moment. And it wasn't convenient. And this is what I mean about connection requires a great deal of intention. And, and that's not, he's not the only person in my life like that either. I, I have a couple of best friends in particular who will always put aside the time for me when I need it, even though I know that they have a huge amount on their plate. And that is such a beautiful gift that we can give to someone. And we, we have to make the conscious decision to pour into others, to give people our full undivided attention and to be curious and willing to learn. And when we can make another human being feel seen, heard, valued, and understood, it is an incredible, incredible gift. 
And we have to be open to these interactions as well because we get out of them what we pour into them. Every person you come across is a possibility for a bond or a connection that you might never have been able to dream up. But the best approach is to go into every interaction without looking to gain anything, simply to show kindness as well. Another story of, of this where, you know, going into an interaction without expecting anything in return, I had someone reach out to me on Instagram um, just to say hi. They had listened to the podcast. They loved a particular episode uh, that they wanted to, to mention to me. And they were just, this person was, was lovely. And I've gotten, Instagram DMs can get filled with, uh, you know, like some spam stuff and, and stuff too, or, or people who are just looking to get something out of you. And I can really feel the difference with people. And I could tell this person just genuinely wanted to connect. So I, I thanked them obviously for listening. Like I, I love when people reach out to, to let me know that an episode impacted them in some way. I'm over at Emily Goff coach, by the way, I would love to have a chat with you, <laughs> but I could just tell this person was super genuine. I said, Hey, you know what? I'd love to just jump on the phone. Um, just, you know, 20 minutes, like learn a little bit about you. Just say, hi, connect. I had zero, zero motive at all in with that. None at all. I had no ulterior motive. I had nothing in mind other than quite literally just getting to know this person a little bit more to connect, to take the time to connect with this person out of the blue, <laughs> this person randomly offers to, uh, feature me in a major publication. And I will end up talking about the story more once, once the publication actually comes out completely out of nowhere. I had no idea that this person was associated with that publication at all. I had no clue. Um, and I was just having a conversation and she whipped it out of her back pocket and was like, Hey, I'd, I'd love to feature you. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was so taken aback. And that's just one example of, of quite literally just showing genuine kindness and people can sense that. And they're, they're a lot more likely to want to give back to you when that's what you are giving to them. And it's not that we should be giving from a place of, you know, genuine kindness, but also on the side, secretly hoping that we get something out of it <laughs> because then that's not, that's not just giving from that place of genuine kindness. Then you do have some ulterior motives there. But when we just give for the sake of giving, you will be surprised at what the universe hands back to you. Truly. I really, really mean that. And you also just have an opportunity to make some humans day brighter. It, it doesn't take much to smile, to let someone ahead of you in line, to make a kind comment, to give a compliment, um, you know, a genuine compliment to just in this day and age, jump on a quick zoom call with somebody just to get to know them a little bit better. It doesn't take much. And if you feel like you're growing apart or you're disconnected from someone, especially someone who is important to you, ask yourself what you have poured into that relationship first, before you start pointing fingers at anyone else. If you want to, to go a little bit more into that, you can also jump back to episode 241, all about how to have hard conversations as well. But this, this is something that we need to think about. If we're feeling like we're super disconnected from the people in our lives, that we are just sort of going at it alone, that we feel very misunderstood. Have you taken the time to try to understand those around you? Have you taken the time to connect with others, to give people your full undivided attention? 
These are the kinds of things that we have to ask before we start just sort of boohooing our way to thinking that nobody understands us and we're, we're all alone and we feel very disconnected. Okay, those are very valid feelings and I have felt that a lot before. But sometimes we have to look beyond that to see what we are giving first. And some things to remember here when it comes to connecting with intention is number one is to be genuine always. That is always my rule number one is to be genuine. <laughs> you will hear me say this on so many different podcast episodes. I will continue to say this. Be genuine. People can sense that shit. Okay. People can sense that shit. Number two is to prioritize people, especially those you hold most dear. Who is more important to you? Strangers on the internet or the people closest to you? Because let, let me, let me say this. The, the person that I jumped on a call with who connected with me on Instagram, that was, that was great. That was amazing. And I had the, I, I made the space to do that. But if I started prioritizing, if every stranger who reached out on, on, who reached out to me on the, on the internet, if I got on a call with every single one of them without prioritizing the people in my most inner circle first, that would be a problem. So I, I, you know, I, I will always tell people, you still need to connect with your, your core inner circle first. They still need to be your priority. And then you can still be cultivating all these other beautiful relationships as well. It doesn't have to be an either or thing. And you need to prioritize the people you hold most dear. Number three is to give without expectation with healthy boundaries in place. Okay. With healthy boundaries. Um, this is something that I, I teach. I, I'm going to be teaching a huge amount in the Room to Grow Mastermind, which is launching on January 18th. Um, and and boundaries, communication, uh, connection. These are all the things that we're going to be really going deep into in the mastermind. But giving without expectation. So I'm going to use that call again, just as an example. I jumped on that call with zero expectations of anything, nothing. I had absolutely no expectations whatsoever. And I would have been just as happy with that call if nothing had come out of it other than just saying hi and getting to know somebody a little bit better. That would have been perfectly fine with me compared to the fact that it just happened to be that she then offered to feature me in a major publication. That, that was purely just a bonus for me because I went into the call with zero expectations. Number four is to be open to the connection. Listen, <laughs> The number of us that walk around with resting bitch face and a fuck you stamped on our forehead is astonishing because, and, and listen, I don't, I don't blame anyone for that because I certainly have done that and still go through moments of doing that when I don't want to talk to humans. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't feel like connecting in that particular moment, but we can't, we can't be surprised when we don't cultivate deeper connections if we're walking around like that all the time. And if we aren't putting any effort in whatsoever. Which leads me into my next point, number five, which is to reach out to others. If we're always waiting for other people to come to us, we might be waiting for a really long fucking time. And sometimes extra effort is going to be required on our end, especially because connection, we aren't going to feel 100% connected to the people closest to us 100% of the time. That's just not natural there it, it, it is natural in in any type of relationship for that connection to ebb and flow to a degree 
sometimes we, you know, you probably have experienced this with your partner or with your best friend where, you know, maybe life is getting super crazy and you almost feel like two ships passing in the night. But then there are other times, you know, if work is taking over or uh, kids or, or whatever that looks like. But then you make the intentional effort to come back together again and to deepen that connection. And, and yes, you will have moments where you feel incredibly connected to that other human. Other times you might not feel quite as connected, but that's okay. That's still normal. That's natural. But it's still ultimately going to be your responsibility to step up and, and reach out sometimes. Not all of the time because relationships also need to be reciprocal. Uh, and, and there has to be some balance there. If you if you were the one reaching out to somebody else all the time, then that might need to be a, a hard conversation that you have with that person. Or that may tell you that they maybe aren't as interested in maintaining that connection as you are. But it is natural to have some ebb and flow. And sometimes we are going to need to put in a little bit of extra effort uh, to be a little bit more intentional, especially if we know that maybe there's something really significant happening in the other person's life or they're dealing with uh, major circumstances. Um, you know, something is, is really overtaking them. That's when you, as somebody who is important to them, it might be up to you to step up a little bit more. And that's sort of that, that, that balance that gets created within a relationship. Something else is something that a coach told me uh, years ago, be interested to be interesting. Ask questions, be curious about the other person. That's, that's really, really important. And a lot of times we might spend so much time um, being committed to feeling misunderstood that we don't look at the other side of the equation, which is ask more questions to understand others better. And that's actually going to help you to feel more understood yourself. Partly because that deepens the connection with somebody else. And then feeling more understood yourself is just going to be a natural side effect of that. So be interested to be interesting and ask questions. Which leads me into my last point about listening. <laughs> Listen. This is so important. Listening is required to show presence and care to the person that you're in conversation with. This is really, really crucial. We've all had conversations with somebody where they were distracted, they were scrolling their phone. Um, we could tell that they clearly weren't engaged. They, they, they didn't seem interested in what we were saying. Their mind was a thousand miles away and they didn't even really notice what we had said to them. I was in conversation with somebody <laughs> once where <laughs> I could tell that they were distracted. And this had happened several times. So it wasn't, you know, the very first time uh, that this had happened where they had been very distracted. So I was talking and, and they were distracted. And I then said something about, yeah, and I, I cut myself in the shower. And I don't know if you noticed, but I got blood all over the bathroom floor, um, all of these things. And they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I started to laugh and I said, oh, so you heard what I said? And they kind of looked up and they were a little bit surprised. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about how I bled all over the bathroom floor <laughs> from cutting myself shaving? They were like, what? <laughs> That's just one example of not listening very well, right? So we, listening is a required skill to show the other person that you care, that you value them, and that you are actually interested in maintaining the connection with them. 
And when you go about connecting with intention, everything shifts. And in a time when we are all feeling lonelier and more isolated than ever before, we need to be even more intentional and get super creative about how we interact with others. Whether that's more Zoom calls, more FaceTimes, more audio messages, you know, snail mail, even something that that you can send to somebody. Um, If you can do like a little drive-by visit or something like that. I know that these are very unusual times, but it is going to require us to step it up in terms of how we connect with intention, even when it is incredibly inconvenient and sometimes actually quite difficult to do right now. But the power of human connection impacts everything from our immune system to how long we live and our overall life satisfaction and happiness. And it's the biggest reason why I've created the Room to Grow Mastermind, which is this super intimate group. It's an eight week long uh, process that is going to be open and willing to, you, you have to be open and willing to intentionally create new connections and to strengthen the existing connections and relationships you already have in your life. And that's what we're going to be working on in the mastermind. So doors open on, oh, the doors are already open to sign up. And then we actually start on January 18th. So jump over to the show notes over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. Um, all the links will, will be in the show notes as well to book a call with me. If you want to chat, if you've got some questions, if you just want to connect, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> and uh, to make sure that it would be a good fit for you. I'm so, so excited about this. This is the work that I have been doing on the podcast for two and a half years taken to a whole new level and really deepening our understanding and actually applying a lot of the things that I teach on this podcast so that you can truly implement it in the relationships in your life. Not only the relationships that you have with others, but the relationships that you have with yourself, the relationship (laughs) that you have with yourself as well. Okay. So room to grow mastermind, uh, we're starting on January 18th. So make sure to get in there January 18th, 2021. And I will see you in there. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me. And I'm so grateful for any references in the episode and all show notes. Be sure to jump over to room to grow podcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.